0: Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, is Armstrong
1: and Getty. Live from our own bedrooms because we got exposed to COVID last week. I'm in a dimly lit room. Joe's room looks
0: relatively well lit. Deeper than the bowels of our own homes, and today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. A brutal regime conducting its evil business away from the eyes of the media. I refer, of course, to Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats ramming through the latest move to spend $3.5 trillion and ruin the economy perhaps forever. Hey now, that was a tricky one. You almost
1: had me. <laughs> Uh, how you doing? Come on, it's an information party. Let's get this baby going. Huh? We got chips. We got salsa. We got drinks. Alcoholic and nada. We got the white claw. We got oh, just regular yeah. juices. Ain't if no that's laws what you want. when
0: you're drinking claws. Yeah.
1: There ain't no what?
0: Ain't no laws
1: when you're drinking claws. <laughs> I don't actually know what a white claw is. I just. <laughs> there we go. Bop, ba da Since I have not. Uh, had alcohol in 15 years. Uh, I've missed some of the new things, and the only reason I'm aware of White Claw is it's mentioned in roughly every other country song.
0: Oh, boy. That's funny. It's kind yeah. of... it's Well, it's not kind of. It's alcoholic uh, seltzer water, fruity-flavored. It's quite refreshing on a summer's mm-hmm. day. Mm. Pretty young thing
1: sipping on a White Claw. Shaking her booty to shook me all night, all, all long, something or other. But anyway, white claw, enough. <laughs> white cloth fits into lots of country music. So that's the only reason I know what it is and that it's oh, apparently yeah. popular. Um, uh, so here's your numbers for the day. Exciting numbers. We, uh, got 12,000 people out of Afghanistan yesterday. 12,000. For a total of 70,000 since they started this crazy uh, airlifting. That's a lot. But, Their number of Americans that they put out yesterday was that we got out 4,000. Now, if the original number was right, that it's between twelve and 15,000 Americans that are there, we're a long way from
0: getting all the Americans out. Well, I have heard no one contradict that estimate, and there were a handful of harrowing reports yesterday from American citizens who are stranded, Jen Psaki and numbskull, uh, and say we, we can't get to the airport. We get beaten and, and and dragged out of our cars every time we try. You can't walk. You'll be waylaid on the street by the Taliban. So briefly yesterday, there was
1: um, uh, a statement on the State Department website that I suppose Americans in Afghanistan are keeping their eye on. That said, um, if you don't get out right now, we're not getting you out. Basically, is what it said, and it was up there for 30 minutes. Then they took it down.
0: Mm, Would that make you? That's some good governing.
1: Yeah how how confident would that make you feel? Not the whatever the statement was doesn't make any difference. The fact that they had a policy that somebody put up. For 30 minutes, and then somebody decided needed to come down, I would think, I'm screwed. I'm screwed. These, these people are clearly incompetent. They have no idea.
0: I, I, they're just a mess. I'm screwed. Yeah. Can you imagine? You need to get out now, or you're totally on your own. That was what the, the message said for half an hour. Now, of course, they're blaming some sort of technical glitch. But Come on. Wow. I suppose is, it's uh, possible that sort of thing is pre-written, like when they occasionally accidentally publish a, uh, an obituary for somebody before they die, and, and somebody posted the wrong page. It's conceivable, but can you imagine the terror it caused among people who are already terrorized? How about you don't do that? Don't and make it being good at your job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the clip, Michael. Have you considered...
1: Being good at your job. Um, so, and, and speaking of which, the president announces yesterday he's going to come out and give an address. And everybody's, uh, you know, waiting for the very late various latest uh, on the biggest cluster F of his presidency. And it's caused his approval rating to drop like 15 points in the last two weeks. And uh, he comes out five hours after the scheduled start time for his speech. What is that? Does that make you feel more confident or not? And uh, then he talks for for most of
0: the little speech about the legislation
1: that just passed. Okay, and, and then, then he throws he fight,
0: in an "Oh, by the way, uh, in Afghanistan, blah blah blah." You know, halfway yeah. through. So Have you I considered
1: heard, being good at your jobs. That's a very good question. Um, and so I just heard this described um, by one. Uh, follower of politics that uh he's making the calculation that look this big legislation package that's what people are going to vote on in 2022 and 2024 nobody's going to still be talking about afghanistan this is a blip it's the story of the day but when it's over it's over and uh people are going to vote on all these uh goodies that are going out the door you know uh, if both packages pass it's what 4.7 trillion dollars something like that and uh and people will be getting money Remember we had the stat the other day that a record high 62% of people did not pay federal income taxes last year. Uh, Wow. 62%. So it's a very small slice that's paying for for it. And um, that's their calculation, that people are going to be happy about the new safety net, biggest change in the way we handle society in this country in half a century or more and uh that that's the the winning issue, so that's why he waited five hours, I guess till the legislation could pass, so he could come out and
0: crow about it. Is there any point in starting the show officially uh at this stage, or shall we just plunge on? I don't know I do have to i should I should say this once an hour
1: and make things uh easier for everybody and i I can't get into the specifics on this, but I was at the emergency room yesterday from noon until twelve thirty in the morning and then came home went to bed at like one thirty and uh I am uh, barely aware of my own surroundings. Wow. So the that fact that I per- sounds horrible. It was pretty horrible. It was pretty horrible. I want to talk about ERs later. Um, yeah. Lots of people doing their very very best with what they've got, but ERs are a horrible place to be. Horrible place to be, and oh, it's yeah. and you're only at the ER when you're in a crisis, and it's a it's the worst place. You could possibly be, except not at the ER when you're having a crisis, really. Um, but it's just a horrible place to be. Oh my right. god! I do want to yeah. talk about that later. I had another. You no, know, I was. There. I always enjoy uh, hearing the clip that was chosen to begin the yeah, show. Yeah, I get. I get you. So that. Yeah, that's why I forgot to start the show is because I am dimly aware of my own name. It is Wednesday, August 25th. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's
0: begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. They didn't create a vaccine. They created a Frankenstein. (laughs) Ah, the always entertaining, utterly inauthentic Alex Jones. We'll get back to Mr. Jones and his turning viciously on Donald Trump. He turned on. on
1: Trump? He did.
0: Called him a DA.
1: Now, he was a big Trump guy originally, wasn't he? Or was oh, yeah. he not? Huge. I don't actually you know. i oh, never was a
0: huge Trump honk. Absolutely,
1: the only Alex Jones I've ever heard are the clips on this show. So
0: about the frogs, both sets of genitals. Two thirds of the frogs <laughs> down in Houston are bisexual.
1: <laughs> I remember it. when he was featured on 60 Minutes, and they were uh, uh, saying that estimates are that he makes somewhere between 50 and 60 million dollars a year. Uh, as a fellow broadcaster, that got my attention. That's a yeah. pretty successful guy.
0: Yeah, I'd say, wow, wow. But I'd uh, love so to have he's had a turned conversation with him about what he does and how he does it. But uh, yeah, I don't
1: know. So speaking of Trump, he gave a rally the other day in the South and um, uh, got a lot of attention. We got some clips from that that have been making the rounds that are pretty good. We got to play this campaign ad. It, well, it looks like a campaign ad from the Trump orbit attacking Joe Biden as being incompetent. And the commander in chief of the Taliban, and a variety of things, and uh, it's it's
0: pretty hard hitting. Commander in chief of the Taliban? Yeah, that's strong stuff. Wow, you're shocked. Wow. <laughs> I, I just a little bit, yeah, yeah. Call me a naive, but I can't wait to hear that. I haven't caught that yet.
1: Joe Biden apparently has tasked the State Department with getting a number to him today of how many Americans are still in Afghanistan. It would seem that if their own number is 4,000 got out, and they're 12 to 15 total, then you got a good... Eight to eleven thousand people left. Now that State Department brief thing that, that they posted yesterday said people who are w- willing to stay in Afghanistan. And I thought, wait a second, are you trying oh. to spin this like people who don't get out wanted to stay? Uh, are there? Yes. Oh my God! Unforgivable. Yeah. We we'll have to talk more about that later. We'll have to read the actual screen capture.
0: How's mailbag look? You know, just one more thought. I I get that Biden wants the number, but how in the name of Abdullah Abdullah are Hmm. you going to get that number? Are you going to have Gallup do some polling, go door to door? I know. I pictured being a State Department guy there at the
1: Kabul airport. The president needs to have a number by tomorrow. What? Excuse (laughs) me, Mr. Taliban.
0: Mr. Taliban. (laughs) Where would you even start? Yes, Michael. How would you like to be a census worker in Afghanistan? (laughs) Go door to door. Are there
1: any non-Hispanic white people here? (laughs) Um.
0: (laughs) So how does mailbag look? Oh, it's terrific. My God, it'll win awards. Stay with us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 oh
1: boy. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Was there any, um, was this already on the schedule for Nancy Pelosi to uh, to vote on the three and a half trillion turn us into France legislation? Or did they decide that, man, everybody's paying, all the media's paying attention to Afghanistan, now's the time? My understanding
0: of it is there's been a long, brutal wrestling match between the communist wing of the party and the uh, the moderates, uh, trying to figure out how to proceed. In what order do they consider this and the one trillion dollar semi legit infrastructure package? And and they finally came to an agreement. That's you know that's the official word anyway. Whether that's true or not, I, I could not tell you. Here's your freedom loving quote of the day. Wrapping up our series, which has been interrupted a few times from Robert M. Gates, talking about his father. He taught me early in life to take people one at a time based on their individual qualities and never as a member of a group. That led to hatred and bias. That's what the Nazis had done. Keep that in mind if you've fallen for some of the modern racism that says uh, bias is fine as long as it serves the purposes we tell you are important. Yeah, we're going to give you that power? Uh, I don't think so. Mailbag. Uh, Brian says, so I say to my friend that Antifa are fascists. He says, nope, they're anti-fascists. It's in the name. They're against fascists. Then he asks me about the duck. It's not a duck, I tell him. He says it walks like a duck. It sounds like a duck. It looks like a duck. What's with the duck? I say it's an anti-duck. It's against ducks. It's not a duck. (laughs) (laughs) It's an anti-duck. That's pretty good. Oh, man, Brian, I love it, man. Well done. RLS writes... California Teachers Association has been the greatest impediment to education in California in the history of the state. Yet the wow. CTA is running sappy, faux, heartfelt TV and radio ads saying how dedicated they are and how thrilled they are to get back in the classroom to teach their mask-gagged hostages. What bull spit? Hmm. da 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 Jason writes, Guys, something I've been thinking about making me angry. We're allowing any Yahoo that turns up at the southern border to come across, get sheltered, fed, and ultimately bought, bust somewhere and turned loose. But Afghans that risk their lives to help this nation, they have to go someplace else, but only if there's room? How many of those 80,000-plus allies are being brought to America and given a ticket to freedom? These are the people we should be cutting all the red tape and bringing here, not anyone who just turns up with their hand out. What a shame. A lot of people agree with you, my friend. Uh, oh, I like this one.
1: That is, That uh, is really quite amazing. I mean, I realize it's much easier for the for America if we just want uh, an underclass to uh, let them walk into the country. It doesn't cost us anything, as opposed to airlift them out of a war torn country. But the whole process to get here from Afghanistan, we got to make sure we know who you are when you've got thousands and thousands of people coming into the country every single day you don't have the slightest idea who they are whether they got covid whether they got terrorist ties whether they can contribute to society or
0: not and nobody seems to care nope nope to even ask those questions makes you a racist uh the topic is senility now which i appreciated uh steve writes i believe the media that includes you I forgot that email over there, is doing a disservice by suggesting Biden may be mentally incompetent as a way of explaining the debacle in Afghanistan. It gives him a pass he doesn't deserve. Was the press suggesting he was senile when he opened the border and let tens of thousands of COVID-infected immigrants into the country, then relocated them around with no advance warning? Uh, et cetera, et cetera. I believe that Biden and progressive Democrats are implementing a plan to destroy America in order to hasten their globalization agenda, et cetera. You know, uh, Steve, we appreciate the note, but uh, we haven't been using it like as an excuse or, uh, or a, uh, or to give him a pass. Not in the least it, it's, uh, it's exposed him as senile. How about
1: we try a president that's not in the last quintile of their life? so we can stop speculating about whether they've gone senile or not. Let's get a president, like, in their 50s or something. It makes a difference. It just seems like it would be handy. Then you don't have the ongoing conversations of, did they know their own name today? And I never felt, I never felt Trump was slipping. I mean, you get, Trump has all kinds of things, and, uh, and you know you could question all kinds of decisions, but I, I never thought that like he, he, he like, didn't
0: know where he was or anything. Right, right, agreed. So, what well, uh, do we do with Biden? The, the body of this email is fine. It's everything that surrounds it that I absolutely love. It's from uh, Tom in SoCal. Uh, I'm Ghani. Call my lawyer. Ghani. <laughs> Dear Jack and Joe. Once again, the Biden circus doesn't disappoint. In his speech yesterday, he mentions that those who need to pay their fair share in taxes will. I think we've already paid our fair share in the $169 million that former Afghan President Ghani flew off with. So maybe Ghani should pay us back his fair share of at least $167 million of it before you come after one more penny of mine. There's a hole in the sand where our base once was. Somebody's making money. Tom in SoCal. Tom, I hope you're proud of yourself. Yeah, I'm going to
1: call my lawyer.
0: Ghana. When, Ghana. Yeah, when <laughs> Biden
1: was given the yeah. corporations don't pay taxes when they're going to pay their fair share, and I was just like, oh, you got to be freaking kidding me. Um, uh, this again, yeah, that's a good point. How about, yeah, if you're going to make corporations pay their taxes, how about uh, the, the,
0: the president of Afghanistan who absconded with $170 million or whatever it was? You know exactly where he is. He's only alive by the good graces of, of the American people and military. Go get the damn money back. Senile old fruit. More updates on uh, news stories on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Take the vaccines i did it it's good take the vaccines but you got no that's okay that's all right you got your freedoms
1: but i happen to take the vaccine if it doesn't work you'll be the first to know
0: okay <laughs> i'll call up alabama i'll say hey you know what but it is working he got lied to trump he didn't have 98 percent efficacy we knew day one it wouldn't work period it's a fraud it'll create mutants you got chumped you got signed on to a fraud to restart the economy i understand why you did it you believe in science except these are bad actors sir you believed america could produce a good vaccine of course they could have they didn't want to they didn't create a vaccine they created a shot shame on you trump seriously hey if you don't have the good sense to save yourself your political career that's okay at least you're gonna get some good republicans elected and you know we like you but my god maybe you're not that bright maybe trump's actually a dumbass wow there's enormous trunk honk alex jones turning on the hotelier
1: (laughs) so i had read over the weekend that trump uh said get the vaccine and got booed which is a reminder once again to Never read a headline like that and take it in unless you go to the source and listen, because as you could hear there, there was like a smattering of groans. But I'm not sure if I hadn't been told ahead of time that he got booed, I
0: would even have noticed anything from that. Right. Yeah. A couple of people sounded like they were shouting or something, but they always do it as rallies. Right. So that's so between
1: Alex Jones and some of those people in the crowd, Trump is not Trumpy enough. You're a never Trumper.
0: Um. (laughs) Maybe you're not that bright. Maybe Trump's actually a dumbass. Wow. Wow. Hey, the other thing that really struck me about that clip, and Michael, maybe you can get to work on this, is Trump sounded exactly like the Trump impersonator we had say goodbye to positive Sean. I mean, that was the best Trump I've ever heard Donald Trump doing just now. Too much talky talk. I don't know. Positive Sean, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> Just so good. So keep that I- I handy. Uh, speaking of the uh, the vaccines, which absolutely are not a fraud or a Franken shot or creating mut- mutants. If you're on Team J and J, now let's put aside the fact that you one shot people, uh, trying to take a shortcut to success. Little lazy, little slip shot with your one shot act. Anyway, J and J says you get a booster; it offers a ninefold increase in antibodies. So uh, you'll be looking down the road toward a booster. Well,
1: oh, what was the friends? big the, the big number that came out yesterday? And geez, I should have it accurate. I shouldn't forty just... six. Okay, was that the number? No, it no, was, I don't. What number? It was incredibly high. Um, the, they officially announced the. Uh, the uh, multiple of times more likely you are to die from COVID if you haven't been vaccinated than if you have. I mean, it's not even close. I'll try to look that up. But, I mean, it was just extraordinary. Yeah. Um, you're yeah. better off getting vaccinated in terms of dying from the
0: COVID. But I mean, well, yeah, yeah, many, many, many times. Although, uh. that the,
1: the, the, that is a misleading statistic because... Nobody's real likely to die from COVID unless you're a 75-year-old uh, obese person. You're you're not very likely to die from COVID no matter what. It's it's like any of those uh, statistics that they use that, um, you know, drinking a Coca-Cola every day increases the likelihood of a heart attack by five times. It goes from, you know, one in 50 billion to <laughs>
0: uh, five in 50 billion. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. Uh, So that's good news. There are quite a few states with ICUs getting overrun right now with cases. It is virtually 100% unvaccinated people. uh, 29
1: times. That was the CDC uh, release yesterday. You're 29 times more likely to die of COVID uh, if you're unvaccinated than if you're vaccinated. It's only 29? I thought you were going to say like 5,000. But you're not that likely to die from COVID anyway. Oh, hospitalized, it says here. I must have misheard. But either way um
0: whoa 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 whoa. you can't either weigh me on hospitalized or dead (laughs) you can't yada 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 croaking well get the covid bad um
1: because most people don't by far most people don't end up in the hospital or die who get covid
0: yep oh coming up one of the world's most famous babies has filed a lawsuit stay with us uh quick afghanistan kind of tangential roundup Lindsey Graham is openly saying Biden should be impeached over the Afghanistan uh, withdrawal. I declare Uh, this is dereliction of duty by the commander in chief. He told uh, Hannity, this makes it harder to fight future wars. Who's going to help us in the future after we abandon our friends in Afghanistan who fought bravely? Likelihood of a 9-11 is through the roof. Now, of course, uh, Lindsey Graham, and I like him in a lot of ways, but he's never seen a country he doesn't want to invade. Oh, they're coming th- after us and Joe Biden has left us naked and blind in Afghanistan. I wonder what their personal relationship is because he is a guy who
1: once said Joe Biden is one of the greatest people I've ever known in terms of being just a nice good guy. And he said, Not just in politics, just in general, one of the best people I've ever known. Um so he 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 and you know, he and Biden were close and really liked each other, but now he's wanting him
0: impeached. Well, Ah, Graham translated the president's uh, recent remarks that uh, we will complete. uh, Well, what he said was the sooner we can finish, the better. Each day of operations bring added risk to our troops. But the completion by August 31st depends on the Taliban continuing to cooperate and allow access to the airport. Probably could have. Found that clip instead of me reading it. But anyway, Graham translated the president's remarks to mean that he is, quote, going to leave on the 31st because the Taliban told him he had to get out. There's no way in hell we're going to get all the American citizens out. We're going to leave thousands of Afghans who fought alongside us behind and we're setting the table for the rise of al-Qaeda and ISIS to attack us down the road. Uh, President Biden has signed the death warrant for thousands of Americans who helped us. He's washing his hands of Afghanistan at our peril as a nation. He should be impeached.
1: Well, everybody was confused by what happened yesterday. So Biden announces he's going to – well, he meets the G7. The news comes out of the G7 in the morning that Joe Biden told our G7 counterparts that we are leaving August 31st. He's made the decision. So that's the news bubbling around the newsosphere uh, until Biden comes out to speak. He shows up five hours later than when he's scheduled to speak and says, I've made contingency plans for staying past August 31st. All right. Just a couple hours ago, you said we're leaving August 31st. Now you say we're making plans to stay past August 31st.
0: What the hell is the policy? Well, he's going to wrap a chain around your head if you're not careful. He's what he's saying is we're going to leave by the 31st unless we don't. I mean, what is there? that What do you not understand?
1: Unless we Man. don't. And if we don't, we're going to have a plan for staying there longer. How complicated is this? You don't think this could have been handled? This actually could have been handled better in any way? No mistakes? No.
0: No. 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 Nothing could have been better. Boy, the mealy-mouthed dishonesty continues, too. A Taliban spokesman said yesterday the group will continue to permit foreign nationals to access the airport, okay, until the 31st. But they're not allowing any more Afghans to evacuate. Nope. They're stuck. The White House, however, said it continues to be the Biden administration's expectation that special immigrant visa applicants should be able to get to the airport. It's your expectation they should be able to get to the airport. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It means you're uh, you ashamed got, to to
1: acknowledge the, the truth. You got a, CIA, a former CIA guy that went over there on his own. And got, what, a hundred people out? A couple hundred people out. uh, Got them uh, rounded up and headed to the airport. And then they got to the airport and the State Department said, "Ah, they don't have the right paperwork. And uh, couldn't actually get them on the plane, which was a coin story. And then he had a couple of congressmen, uh, one Republican, one Democrat, who uh, flew over there to see
0: for themselves. Yeah, I have the story of the secret congressional visit to uh, Karzai Airport. We can tell you about that in a moment or two. Plus the famous baby filing a lawsuit. Oh, and uh, gosh, all sorts of good stuff. Babies shouldn't have lawyers. This baby needs one. Although I think this baby is is out of line. I think this baby is probably just a, a, a lazy, dead-end baby that ought to go get a job. Bad a baby. Trying to milk some money uh, uh, out of, uh, you know, an entity with deep pockets. Very, mm-hmm. very stupid babies. Right, right, dishonest. <sighs> babies are just deep- out for themselves.
1: I, uh, somebody just sent this meme around. Um, it's a picture. Of, <laughs> it's not a flattering picture of Hunter Biden. He looks like he's coming off a long weekend. He's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. And it says, hey, Daddy, can I be on the Taliban board of directors, too? <laughs> that's,
0: that's not fair, probably. That's uncharitable. <laughs> oh, please. please <laughs> yeah,
1: that's now. just a, that's a, that's probably an unfair extrapolation. I don't think he's actually going to ask for a job on the board of directors of the Taliban from his dad. I just... I think you're overstating things
0: so you will be the jury stay with us do you rule in favor of the baby or the deep pockets we'll have that and, and all sorts of news of the day for you in moments stay with us armstrong and get The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: What we're gonna do this fall, dive bars, because you can fully vaccinate dive bars. People's gotta have their car to even get in, and the only way to get in through dive bars, country radio, your local country station. That's Garth Brooks, who you'll remember a couple of weeks ago he uh, he kicked off his stadium tour. Because Garth hasn't toured in years. Uh, He kicked off his stadium tour and set a record for Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. Giant crowd. But then the COVID got worse, and so he's canceled the stadium tour. Now he's going to play bars. I would pay a lot of money for a ticket to see Garth in a bar.
0: I might do that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that would be unbelievable. That would be a good time. (laughs) That would be a fun time. You know, speaking of music and the passing of Charlie Watts yesterday, the uh, the Stones did a a tour of clubs and theaters and stuff a number of years ago, and it was absolutely brilliant. It's my favorite uh, shows I've ever seen of theirs. Just terrific. Uh, stadiums are are ter- a terrible idea for music. Sure, they're a great idea for making truckloads of money. So you know, I get it. But anyway, ah, uh, in the news, two members of Congress. Caused a bit of a stir when they made an unannounced trip to Afghanistan to witness the evacuation operation at the uh, the airport. Seth Moulton and Peter Meyer, uh, one Republican, one Democrat, actually in reverse order, uh, according to the New York Post, infuriated White House, Pentagon, and State Department officials who accused them of using vital resources in the midst of the chaotic American withdrawal. Uh, do you buy that criticism, Jack? God. I'm so lost on this stuff. Uh, Well, I'll I'll tell you this. Here's their statement. As members of Congress, we have a duty to provide oversight on the executive branch. We conducted this visit in secret, speaking about it only after our departure to minimize the risk and disruption to the people on the ground and because we were there to gather information, not grandstand. And they're both military vets.
1: Yeah, their military... I'm I'm completely in favor of them doing this. Um, Now, I could easily see how Congress people could go over... Politicians do this all the the time. They fly to some foreign land and then talk about their uh, their experience with foreign policy or war zones or whatever. These are two guys who actually served in war zones. They went over there secretly. They went out of their way to fly on planes that were only partially full, so there's no way they were taking a seat from anybody. I... I don't see how you could criticize this on any level.
0: Now, did it do any good? I'm not sure. So the bureaucrats who uh, think they're kings uh, were angered by this because Moulton and Meyer did not give a heads-up to diplomats or military commanders directing ongoing efforts to get Americans yeah. out et yeah. that's the only
1: That's the only way you go over there and find out what's actually freaking going on. Have you been following the story of Afghanistan? Everybody lies at every level to the person above them to make it look better. So you tell them you're going ahead of time. If they let you go at all, they're going to give you a rosy
0: view of what's happening as opposed to what's actually happening. Uh, Yeah. Number one, I'm with you 100 percent. Getting back to uh, the officials, the the potentates that run the permanent bureaucracy in Washington, it's as moronic as it is selfish. They're taking seats away from Americans and at-risk Afghans while putting our diplomats and service members at greater risk so they can have a moment in front of the cameras.
1: Except that's not at all what happened. They flew on not full planes, not sitting with the um, the people that were uh, trying to get out of there. And they went out of their way to not be a burden to anyone. Republican and Democrat traveling together, which is a real good idea. Otherwise, you got no chance of escaping the uh, one-sided
0: blasts. Yeah, I, I think the proper way to interpret the various quotes I read to you is that these bureaucrats who are used to being kingpins are being exposed for their incompetence. This is a disaster. They know it, and they despise the idea of any sort of honest oversight, any clear-eyed oversight. I do like the fact that it was one member of each party. Um, Nancy Pelosi spanked him as well. You're not supposed to do that. Jeez. Yeah, if I'm a congressperson who's who's got military experience,
1: I could easily see turning to another guy who has let's go over there and find out what's actually going on. You and me. We'll just book flights and go. Yeah, let's do it. That's yep. that not only is an okay idea, it seems like a, a must to have some people go over there
0: and represent the people. Um that's what you are, to try Love to it. find out what well the hell said. is going on. Um, they made some great statements too. Witnessing our young Marines and soldiers at the gates navigating a confluence of humanity as raw and visceral as the world has ever seen was indescribable. Uh, Seth Moulton said, um, let's see, uh, that, uh, sadly and frustratingly, getting our people out depends on maintaining the current bizarre relationship with the Taliban, they, they added. Um, Found that after talking with commanders on the ground and seeing the situation here, it is obvious that because we started the evacuation so late that no matter what we do, we won't get everyone out on time even by September 11th, the original idiotic date. I added that. They didn't say that. Um, And they said the government should be ashamed of the position we put our service members in, but they represent the best in America. These men and women have been run ragged and are still running strong their empathy and dedication to duty are truly inspiring we want the world to know first and foremost we've never been prouder to be americans now the president said
1: some stuff yesterday that i absolutely agreed with and so does most of america um, under Trump and Biden, about his stuff about there's al-Qaeda in countries all over the world, and we're keeping an eye on them. We don't have military bases there. We don't have troops there. We keep an eye on them, and we've got a way to get there if we have to. There's al-Qaeda everywhere. There's nothing. He said there's nothing special about Afghanistan that we need to have a base I agree with that, and so does two-thirds of America. That's why we're getting out. But that's got nothing to do, Mr. President, with this leaving process that you, uh, you've you signed us up
0: for. Nothing to do with that. Yeah, if my wife says we got to get rid of all these mice, and I burned down the house and and, and then say, we both agreed we needed to get rid of the mice. That's not a defense. It's idiotic. Byron York
1: of the Washington Examiner put out a tweet yesterday, and I thought these are all really great questions that are not answered. How many U.S. citizens are in Afghanistan? Well, the president told the State Department they need to get him that number by the day. But... Today, but how many U.S. citizens are in Afghanistan? How many want to leave? Why has U.S. Evacu- evacuated several times more Afghans than U.S. citizens so far? Do lots of Americans not want to go? Are they stranded and difficult to reach? Are there other reasons? These are questions Byron New York wishes that President Biden would have answered yesterday, but he came out talked mostly about uh, giveaway, make us France legislation, some about. Uh, Afghanistan, and then walked
0: away once again without taking questions. Of course. Of course. All right. Well, I promised you this, so I want to pay it off. We can uh, talk more about that. In fact, I'm sure we will during hour two of the show. If you can't get hour two, get it via podcast at ArmstrongandGetty.com. Jack the Naked Baby, photographed on Nirvana's breakthrough album, Nevermind, <clears throat> is now accusing the band of being child pornographers and suing them. What is he, In- like 35? He is 30. Spencer Eldon, now 30, filed a lawsuit against Kurt Cobain's estate and the band's surviving members saying the grunge pioneers violated federal child porn statutes and sexually exploited him. How how did they come up with that baby picture? I would have thought
1: they would have, I mean, even back in 1991 or whenever that was, um, I would have thought that they ran it by some lawyers. Let's, Let's get a picture of a baby that somebody gives us this so we can't run into any problems. Did they just grab a picture of a baby off the... Well, the internet didn't
0: exist at that point, not really. You know, I don't know, but this this guy who I think is looking for a payday said he's also suffered lifelong damage from having his naked body plastered on the That's triple stupid diamond selling album. That's stupid. neither he nor his guardians consented to the naked photo shoot, according to the federal lawsuit. So we're supposed to believe that Kurt Cobain just hurled a baby into the water, dangled a dollar bill in front of it, jumped in there himself, took the picture, and then threw the kid back to his parents. What? And you're supposed to believe that people recognize him
1: from the baby picture, and it somehow has affected his life. <laughs> Wait a minute. He's hey. like you're a the, little baby.
0: He looked just like the baby from the Nirvana album. Let me see your penis. <laughs> the band photographer and record record labels, quote, intentionally marketed Spencer's child pornography and leveraged the shocking nature, blah, blah, blah. Why don't you get a job, son? Get a job.
1: Yeah. Jeez, you hate to have your peak of your life be being a baby on the album cover.
0: Armstrong and Getty.